Hey everybody, it's Chris Westfall here along with... Hey, Eugene Marchenko. And we are in a empty... We're in an empty office right now. All of our employees are working from home. We're in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic of April 2020. And we figured we'd get together and express what we've been hearing from the field, from agents that are out there asking for help. A lot of them making their transition for the very first time into the world of selling over the phone. Eugene, what are you hearing? Uh, well... The biggest thing that I'm noticing is uh, all these agents uh, that are reporting loss of income that are uh, so used to doing it face-to-face uh, -face, that are now having to scramble and transition to doing it over the phone. And for, I remember from my experience, it was a very tough transition having all the time in the world. And now a lot of these folks, I mean, they were Insurance was one of those essential things until they said insurance face-to-face -face is not essential. Right. What was your biggest challenge when you were going from face-to-face -face when you were uh, captive into transitioning over the phone? What, were, what do you think back was your biggest struggle? Definitely uh, building the rapport, the relationship with the person, uh, not sounding desperate because I was very desperate when I was first starting out. And so with what's been going on now, the challenge is um, you need to make money tomorrow or today and not sounding that way over the phone. The good news is that they are wanting to talk to somebody. Yeah. Um, you'd be surprised how easy it is to have a conversation with folks and just to check in. I mean, you, you sent that to me the other day when you said, hey, why don't we just call and check in and see how they're doing with all this stuff. We've got a captive audience, that's for sure. Yeah, when you're, when you're making the transition into selling by phone, all they have to go on is what you hear on the other end of the phone. And, yeah, commission breath is a real thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can offset some of that with body language if you're in the house by, oh, look at your kids on the wall. This is beautiful. What's this from? Where'd you guys come from before here? Are you from up north? All that's gone. And you're left with, how can I take control of this conversation immediately? How can I establish the authority? And how do I differentiate myself between me and just any other scammer that's calling them up to try to sell them something? You're doing a lot of the training for our new people in here on the phone. And what is it that you go over with them when you're starting off a phone call with folks? The, the biggest thing that we tell people when we're calling them, very first three seconds is remind them of why you're calling. And so whenever they are calling, we're always saying, hey, we're calling you back. You had reached out to us. Uh, whether And what I like about it is it works regardless of what lead you're working, Facebook leads, uh, telemarketed leads. Even if you're cold calling, uh, you, you just you want to give them the reason. Why are you making that phone call right now? I'm reaching out to you because of your upcoming enrollment to Medicare, and I know it's tough to find an agent right now. And you want to put a little salt on that wound uh, where people are used to having somebody come to their house. Yeah. They don't have that anymore. And That's a pain point. Yeah, yeah. Keith was just uh, one of our agents in Georgia was just putting on Facebook that someone called him and said, hey, I found that you were in the area, I found you online, and that you can do it over the phone. My local guy can't come see me, can't take care of it, and they've got to get this done. Mm -hmm. So there are so many agents, and you've heard from them. You've still got uh, friends that are in the the face-to-face -face world, mm -hmm. what are they doing right now? Trying to upload their paper applications to DocuSign. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's interesting to watch the carrier notices, uh, emails, like, every day from 
the insurance carriers, especially the ones who had no ability to do phone sales. There's a notice from America I saw the other day that said the Eagle Premier Series whatever will no longer be sold being pulled off the market because we don't have a mechanism to do phone sales with it. And yet other ones are saying, hey, we have this e-app. Don't forget about the e-app. An interesting study um, was done a couple of months back from one of the big carriers, and they said that 40% of the applications are still done with paper. I'm sure that has changed today, but can you imagine in the year 2020 filling out a piece of paper and making errors and scratching through it and... I sent you that video last a uh, couple of days ago about um, 1953 black and white video of doing door-to-door sales and why that's important, um, and probably was in 1953. You know, if we just look every 50 years and say, what in the last 50 years of the advancements in technology can help us to do anything that we've done in society? Even insurance sales, and you think of the uh, the telephone was invented in the 1800s or something like mm-hmm. that. Good grief! And yet people are still doing shoe leather express knocking on doors. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but you can think of um, Hunter told me the other day in an interview, he was in someone's house that he had driven over an hour to get to their house to find out that they weren't qualified mm-hmm. whatsoever. Yeah. And I just saw a guy on on YouTube getting started. Um, Recording himself, and I think for accountability more than anything, re- recording himself on calling Medicare leads, and the guy told him first off that he's 63 years old and he didn't didn't send anything in on Facebook, whatever. If you imagine, if he had driven to his house, which that particular agent was only doing face-to-face sales before this week, if he had driven all the way to his house, then to discover that this lead that he had paid for was in no way qualified. Now you get back in your car, disappointed to drive to the next one, where in the office here we just push a button, mm-hmm. done, disconnect, next. Well, and that brings up a really good point and something that we're working on in the office a little bit, which is what do you do with somebody who's 60, 63? I mean, we have products that we can sell them, and are you so tunnel vision into, I mean, you pay for that lead, right. uh, whether it's with your time and making a video or whether it's with uh, paying for it, whether you're running Facebook leads uh, ads yourself, whether you're having a couple of telemarketers do it for you. Well, I didn't tell them anything. I'm 63. I'm not turning 65 for a couple of years. Okay, well, what kind of health insurance do you have now? Oh, gosh, well, that must have a really high deductible. Here, let me tell you about blah, blah, blah. I mean, all those cancer statistics they were talking about the yeah. other day. So there's plenty of things that we can do for folks. If they pick up the phone and you can have a conversation with them, you should be able to write them something. And if you're so tunnel vision into... A Medicare now at Medicare Advantage plans we're in April so we can't do the Medicare Advantage MAOEP anymore but okay so you, you have a Medicare Advantage plan what are you doing for that 20% that it uh, doesn't cover on cancer yeah. so if you oh you have Medicare Advantage I'll give me my money back for my lead no they had an interest there's pains you've got hospital indemnity that's going to pay that big huge hospital cost which was more than if they didn't even have any insurance at all which just blows my mind mm-hmm. 20% of the plan, I mean, it's 20% of the cost of cancer with most all Medicare Advantage plan, just not covered. The only way the 80% is covered is if you go to their provider and you follow their course for what's approved of it. Yeah, it is a, a huge gaping hole. And um, then they also need life insurance too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let me ask you a question then. So somebody who's brand new, who's starting in a business, which we're, we're I'm having conversations with agents like that now that just don't know where to start. Um, I mean, you your website, MedicareAgentTraining.com, has a really good 
uh, tool, drop down menu. Take some time and go over the website and where it says start here. That'd be a really good place. Yeah, and all the agents are always asking the same thing, like, should I get started with Medicare supplements and Medicare Advantage and Part D drug plans and life insurance and all this other stuff? And I think the best uh, answer to that one is so common is get started with the simplest thing first. I had an interesting video chat with a new agent member of the website the other day who came from the stockbroker world. He was Series 6, Series 7, Series 63, all these certificates behind his name. And uh, I think that the biggest challenge that I've had now having talked to thousands of agents from different backgrounds, very diverse backgrounds, everything from working at Dairy Queen to being a doctor and a lawyer, which are members of our site, come to our live events. But when I find somebody who comes from a very complicated financial services background and they look at Medicare and in times past they have, and I can, I can just feel it. In times past, they've turned their nose up going, those little policies, little pipsqueak, little simpleton, you know, policies of Medicare, how can they ever add up to anything? Mm-hmm. And now when they, they see, and this is what's happening, they see, oh, that's something that can very easily be, be transacted over the phone. Mm-hmm. And you can build a business that way by building clientele to offer then all the other things, the managed money, the annuities, the big time life insurance, the IULs and all that. Not only is it the best door opener, but I would argue if you stay at it long enough, it kind of surpasses what you could make. And that's what I was expressing to him. Um, He shared with me that the best year that he had as a stockbroker was almost $200,000 a year. I'm like, if you could catch the vision that one day you could be at $200,000 a month, and they're like, "Mm, that doesn't compute, that doesn't calculate. But literally, it's possible, and it does work when you just, as Rush Limbaugh says, put your half your brain tied behind your back and just focus on absolutely nothing. Just like Hunter said the other day, he, he's put away every distraction mm-hmm. to focus on building his book. Nothing else matters. Getting off the phone with disqualified people as fast as possible and just building his book. So if somebody's starting out, um, you know, I've, I've had a, somebody say, okay, well, I, I'm forced into doing phone sales, so where do I start first? And my advice would be to start with not a website, not business cards, not watching a whole bunch of videos. What you need to do is you need to get on the phone, you need leads, and then you need to know how to do an e-app. So your website, you can just type in Mutual of Omaha e-app and there's a step-by-step instructions on how to do it or Signo or Aetna or whatever. And so as long as you know how to do an e-app and you know how to talk to people, you don't need anything else. You don't need an email drip campaign. You don't, you don't need text messages. You just, targeting. you don't, yeah. Which, I mean, those are all really good things yeah. once you've built your business. But what's the point of spending all this time building a business when your refrigerator is running low on food? Right. So if you have the leads, um, I remember uh, I used to do... Uh, when I first started out, you don't get brand new leads when you're brand new. You get five-year-old leads when you're brand new. Well, I made a lot of money off of, re- and I'm using air quotes, very old leads because their situation changes. Even within six months, you can call them back. You know, we spoke, calling you back again. Um, so a couple resources. You can go by um, 
leads from a lead vendor, which are pricey. You can generate your own leads with Facebook, uh, generate your own leads with a telemarketer, which is a really inexpensive way of doing it. Uh, you could go to agedleadstore.com. They have leads that are 10, 15, 20 cents a piece that are a year old. Nobody's calling them, but these people we know are on Medicare and we know had reached out at least once. But the point is you want to have as many leads as you can from somewhere. The more money you spend on leads, the more experience you're going to build and you're always going to tweak your conversation and you're going to tweak it and you're going to tweak it and you're going to perfect it. So then you take these leads, I would say, to start even even a, a T65 list and just, just or 60 through 78 and say, you know, I'm trying to call you and save you some money on your Medicare supplement. Regardless, you want to have a bunch of people to talk to and whether it's a lead, a cold list, an aged lead, throw all that into a dialer. Throw all that into a predictive dialer. Uh, I have telemarketers that are calling cold data generating leads, but I have over a thousand leads that were generated that have never picked up the phone, and it takes 15, 20 dials. Can you imagine just having to hand dial? Yeah. So what you do instead is you throw your leads into a dialer and then let the dialer do the work for you, and you're just sitting there conversation after conversation. And if you're saying the same thing over and over and over and over again and it's not working, then change it. But not too much. Change a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Oh, man, I said this and that really worked. I said it again. Oh, it really worked. This is something I'm going to leave in my script. Yeah. Oh, I said this. That doesn't work. Got shut down right away. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and take that out. And what I do every time I tweak a script, I actually print my script and I have it in front of me. And then anytime I need to tweak it, I will tweak it and reprint it, and the new copy version is right in front of me. And even now, 10 years later, I still have a copy of a script that I use, which the dialer that we use, Zencall, uh, which is on the website, what I like about it is you can actually upload a script so that way when somebody picks up the phone, you have their personal information on the right, you have your script in the middle, and then you have your dispositions on the left, and it's all right there on one screen and very, very easy to do. And so when you're brand new and you're starting out and you've done face-to-face -face sales, and now you're forced into a um, virtual over the phone, pick up the phone, get some leads, and start having some conversations. That's the thing that I, that I hear uh, back when Dunk told me about that, when he was here in Mount Pleasant so many years ago, is he said, man, I have thousands of old leads, and I just put them in the dialer, put my feet up, and just let it do all the work, yeah. calling to get them back on the phone. And then Hunter said that again the other day. Just like, why would you sit there and literally dial 10 buttons to get somebody on the phone when you can just let the dialer do the dialing? Yeah. And I think our discount is $99 a month on that program that everybody likes, mm -hmm. Zencall. Yeah. Uh, I say uh, one of the scripts that I like to use is, hey, this is Eugene. I don't say where I'm calling from. I don't say my, my company name. I don't, I don't get into all that because it's not important. They don't care. You don't say, you don't say how are you doing today? No, and I don't say. <laughs> uh, I like to say, hey, this is Eugene giving you a call about your upcoming enrollment into Medicare. Have you made a decision yet? Simple yes or no. No, I haven't, or yes, I have, and then you just build from that. Or if you're calling the older crowd, hey, this is Eugene giving you a call about your Medicare. Uh, if you haven't had a rate of view, review in the last couple of uh, years, you're probably paying a little too much. Or, hey, this is Eugene calling you about your Medicare. Have you had a, rate, uh, have you had a uh, review of your policies in the last year? Or whatever. The point is you want to introduce yourself, first name only, and then just get out exactly what you're calling about, and you'd be surprised how many people are interested. I was amazed at one little nugget that I took away from the um, 
interview that I did recently with Hunter on the website where he said he'll ask them what they have now and how much they're paying. And if they say they have brand X and he has brand X, he'll pull out, oh, yeah, my agent number with them is GNW00 whatever. I am an agent with them. Let me tell you what's been going on in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. And the loyalty to a brand is kind of fleeting when you realize that the new people so often can get a better deal than the old mm-hmm people who've had loyalty to the brand for five six years and as soon as they realize that that everybody else is getting a better deal mm-hmm. start to drive a wedge and uh, eat at them so that's why with, with some of the follow-up calls hey the the rates are still low everywhere else except for yours you're mm-hmm. ready to get out of there and when the pain is enough they will start to fall like dominoes and, you know an interesting uh, part of joe's uh, joe that was in rhode island his conversation that just blew me away was the funnel effect about it when he wasn't having a lot of immediate success in getting on the phone because it was brand new for him as well and and you just mentioned it you'll get better you'll keep continue to tweak and continue to get better and it gets easier and easier but what he said is had he quit hunter said the same thing had he quit at the three-month mark he would not have known that there's a pipeline full of people that at the four-month mark are ready to start falling like dominoes and finally start trusting you. So now when people always ask, hey, what's the closing ratio of those leads? What's the closing ratio during what time frame? Mm-hmm. On a one-call close or over the lifetime value of that client? So if you look at a six-month window, yeah, you might be looking at 10 or 15% closing ratio once all the numbers have really mm-hmm. borne out. You can't just look at 30 days and say, okay, I got the, light, the lead in 30 days. And if they're not turning 65, they don't have a timeline. They don't have a deadline that they have to absolutely do something. So everybody you know, warms up at a different pace. With all this time that we've had on our hands, even though we've stayed very busy, uh, being that we don't go anywhere, we're not, I've, I watched the show Ozark. And one of the things that uh, Marty, uh, the main character on the show, what he said, he said that um, it's very hard to get an idea or uh, uh, track the pattern of one person, but give me a million people and I can tell you what the pattern is. And so that's the same thing with these leads. You you cannot do this for one month. You cannot have 20 leads and say this doesn't work. Uh, you don't have a big enough of a sample to actually see that it does work. If you call them one time, you don't call them again, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. And so it's the law of large numbers. A blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while, but you know what? You've got to go out there and go out there and go out there as many times as you can, and eventually you'll find a lot of nuts. That's a really good message. I think we'll you know, compartmentalize that, put it in uh, a video form or audio, and play it to people over and over again. Well, I tried this. I got one lead order. How many leads you get? 20. It doesn't work. People aren't buying from me right and left. you got to work on yourself, too, every time. Work mm-hmm. on yourself and listen to the recordings. Yeah. That's what one thing we do that's big here. We'll record someone's presentation, especially as they're getting started, and then even later following up for accountability. What are they saying that you can – that if you're in the middle of the conversation – you have a blind spot and you can't hear what the reaction was because you're thinking of the next thing you're going to say. If you play that back and get an accountability partner, somebody who's actually done it on the phone, to listen to what happens in your phone calls, you'll begin to see that pattern and you can start making improvements. So get out there. Don't give up. Right now it's the perfect opportunity to learn something new. And people always say, uh, well, I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. I saw today on the internet that right now we have a lot of time, and so you're out of excuses. So now is the time to learn something new 
and what better than to learn a skill that can overcome something as um, a bad economy or not being allowed to leave your house, uh, not being allowed to go visit a person that can buy from you. Uh, it's the perfect time to learn the skill to provide for your family without having to leave your house. Some things that we mentioned on today's podcast include MedicareAgentTraining.com, TrainedTelemarketers.com, and the discount for ZenCall, which we believe in our office is the best dialing solution for getting through a big list in the quickest amount of time and not wasting your time. The discount for ZenCall is over on MedicareAgentTraining.com, the top where it says Benefits of Membership. So check those things out. Eugene, thanks for joining me today. This is fun. Thank you. Talk to you all soon. Thanks for listening to the Senior Agent Podcast. For more information and other episodes, visit SeniorAgentPodcast.com.